this was me. He was pierced for my rebellion. He was crushed for my sin, for your sin, Marnie. That is love. All the verses I'm so drawn to that are so easy to approach about his love for me and surely his goodness and mercy and unfailing love will follow me all the days of my life. The things that I love to go to, so they're so approachable. But when you approach the cross and what really happened for you and me, like that is inexpressible love. Well, hello and welcome to the Meet Me and Isaiah podcast. My name is Marnie Clark. I am your host, and I am so thrilled to welcome Becky Crenshaw to our show today. Becky is a blogger, speaker, and also a coach for Revelation Wellness. I have been following Becky's blog for a few years now, and I have always felt so encouraged. She has such a passion for women women who are busy, women who struggle with eating and body image issues, all of those things that many of us women do struggle with. And I am just so thrilled for her to share her heart today with you all on Isaiah 53. Hey, Becky, I am so thrilled to be here with you this morning. I have been so touched by so many of your blogs. And when I read your blog, I think it was Valentine's Day or around there, I just thought, I've just got to reach out to her because it was about our vocal passage, Isaiah 53, with our ministry. Oh, thank you so much. It was such an honor to be invited to speak. This is definitely God's word. It's my favorite subject. So yeah. I'm like, how much time do we have? We could just like, <laughs> as long as we need. So thank going. you. Yeah. Thank That's you so much for having me. Yes. Well, we connected um, many years ago on a retreat and I have enjoyed following your blog and and I could just go on and on about how encouraging of a person you are, but I, I would just love for you to share um, what you were sharing with me right before we got started, right before we recorded, just about your journey and um, and and how God has highlighted Isaiah 53 to you. Oh, well, thank you so much. Golly, my journey, that's a big, broad blanket statement, but um, I think, well, just in general, like I'm here in East Tennessee, I've had the great privilege. I have three amazing sons. I love them so, and I'm married to Brent. He's a counseling pastor at our local church, so um, he's. it's great to be married to a counselor. It comes in quite handy to have built <laughs> counseling in your life, unless it's counseling I need about him, then I'm kind of stuck. I'm like, then what? <laughs> That makes it more challenging for sure. I'm just joking. He's the best. Um, And I care for my grandmother. She's 102 years old. 102? Sweet Ethel. Okay, my grandmother loves to be 101. I keep finding more and more things that I have in common with you. Oh, that's amazing. It's been such a blessing to even see my children care for their great grandmother, you know, just wow. she's always been part of their life and she's still vibrant. And she just beat Ethan, my 16, 17 year old in a game of checkers last week. Like, 
Yeah. Awesome. She's amazing. So um, those are kind of the big bullet points um, of my family life. And I would say my journey with Jesus um, really started. It's ironic because we were just talking about my fitness journey and how the Lord has brought fitness, you know, his word and fitness together in such a beautiful way the past several years. But um, ironically, I met him, really gave my life away to him on a fitness floor. I was early 20s. Um, I I was an instructor, a a fitness instructor at the University of Tennessee, and somehow some lady got my phone number and she ran a fitness ministry at um, her local church and she was going to have surgery or something was going to be out for a few weeks and needed someone to cover. And she knew she had heard of me. I was in the area. She reached out to me, left a message on my answering machine. How's that for the the past? And um, she said, I would love to have you come and sub for me for $10 a class. Now, when you're 20 years old, $10 was good money. I was like, for a, really $10? And so she said, you love too. Oh, yeah. But I had not stepped foot in church in years. And so that was really intimidating to me. Like, oh my goodness, these people are going to know I'm just fraudulent. I don't belong here. I'm, you know, living this life that's, you know, totally opposite of everything that they do and believe I was wild and I was obsessed with my, my image, all the things, you know, that I walked in, I had my little Christian tapes that she had left for me. And I met these sweet little ladies that were there to take fitness and I met them that day and started teaching aerobics there. And I never left that church. I just stayed (gasps) I rededicated my life and those little ladies became my aerobic mommies and um, the Lord. It's so sweet to think that he used one of my greatest idols to draw me back to himself and to reclaim and rename that um, for his glory. So uh, he's always written a story around fitness for me, you know, slaying down the idol. Isn't that, that cool? It's amazing. I did not know that story. Yeah. And so that I just got so excited when you said that. And I was like, Jesus met you on in, in your passion. Yes. Of course, he made you that way. Wow. So awesome. And so um then present day, I I'm an instructor with two ministries. One is called Holy Yoga, and then the other is called Revelation Wellness. And so some of your listeners may be familiar with those two, but if you're not, Holy Yoga is the integration of yoga, the practice of yoga and God's word. And Revelation Wellness is the same. It's the integration of God's word um, and just regular fitness as we know. I mean, there's a, you know, you walk, run, lift weights. There's so many things that you can do with revelation wellness. So, um, I had a little health scare in 2018. I was, um, told that I couldn't exercise. I couldn't run anymore. And I'd built all these idols around fitness all these years, you know, that it became my identity. Um, even though I'd been freed from so much after my third son, I just started training for marathons and, um, I just really wrecked my body. I just overdid it, underfueled, over overproduced, <laughs> and mm-hmm. all the way. And um, I was almost forty years old and had been diagnosed with osteopenia, which is a you know mild bone loss. And um, so that's when I found holy yoga. Is because I had to do, I wanted to do something, but I couldn't do much. 
And holy yoga was just, even though it was a really upstream practice for me, it was, you know, the, my downstreams are running and hard and heavy and more and faster and better. Oh, yeah. But yoga is what we need, you know, most yeah. of the time. Yes. And so he just healed me on my mat. He just met me there and healed me. And I've never been the same after meeting him in that way, like really, truly broken, mm-hmm. um, stripped of all my identity and idols that I had built around myself for a long time even though I was walking with the Lord. I mean, I was crazy mm-hmm. about him, writing my blog, raising my kids according to his word, married to a godly man. But deep down, I knew the the idols I was erecting were quite ugly. They, you know, so he stripped me of all those in, in his love for me. And so now I help women um, overcome their own, you know, body obsession or, um, you know, body neglect, it's, you know, usually one extreme or the other too much Mm -hmm. obsession or too little, um, concern. And so I just meet women where they are and revelation wellness has an eight week program that I walked women through to help them overcome their strongholds around their body, around food, fitness, et cetera. And so he definitely uses our wounds, um, to be a witness, doesn't he? He's so good. Yeah, well, that is amazing. And I can identify with you on that in so many ways, so many levels. Um, you know, any, anybody who knows me knows that that's been mm. a lifelong struggle for me as well. And mm. um, I do remember coming across one of your blogs during a struggle. And, and I can't remember if it was a year ago, but you talked about having to I think maybe retire some of your running shorts or yes. something because they were so small. And like, I'm looking at you right now, you're, you're a small <laughs> fit person, but like we have these ideals that we can't be any bigger than a certain size sure. and it's really hard. And I, I have been there too, where it's like, okay, yeah. this isn't my size. This isn't healthy for me. Yeah. Like we all have a set point that God created our body to just comfortably be at the set point and if we'll just mm-hmm. let our bodies do what our bodies were created to do. Well, our bodies will find it. Like they're always just trying. Our bodies are always trying to find that set point right. basis. And so if we can really release control, mm-hmm. it's amazing to see what <laughs> created bodies will actually do. They'll get healthy. So yeah. just to co-labor with him and journey um, with other women to find that place has really been a gift to me. That's yeah. awesome. So Isaiah 53, so tell me, tell me where God has you um, right now. Yeah, well, it was so sweet when you reached out because, you know, I, I was sitting, it was Valentine's day, actually, when you were right, it was either Valentine's or the next day when I wrote that post, because I'd gone to a worship service and it was just a prayer morning at our church. And so, um, I just sat there with the word in my journal and I was, it was Valentine's day. Like I was ready to really like, Oh, crack open first Corinthians 13. Like let's work on my love walk today. You know, I'm going to do all the love stuff. And they started playing songs like son of suffering. Um, and Oh, uh, look at him, which is a new Maverick city song, a newer one, I think. Oh, Absolutely. And I just was overcome 
with the cross that morning. It really took me off guard. Like I wasn't going in thinking that I was going to have kind of this good Friday moment moment with the Lord. Cause you know, <laughs> I wasn't in that frame of mind. I was thinking that it would be a different morning. He and I, and he took me to Isaiah 53 and I'd like to read it if that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is the NLT version. So I know this, this is familiar for a lot of people, but it reads differently. So I pray that your listeners would just, even though this may be a familiar verse, just let your mind hear this for the first time. Let your heart hear it new. Isaiah 53 says, who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb into the slaughter, and a sheep is silent before his shearers. He did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short midstream. He was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong. He had never deceived anyone. He was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and to cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy long life and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. And I just sat with that and I thought this was me. He was pierced for my rebellion. He was crushed for my sin, for your sin, Marnie. He was whipped so we could be healed and we could be whole. And to sit with that and think that is love. All the verses that I am so drawn to that are so easy to approach about his love for me and surely his goodness and mercy and unfailing love will follow me all the days of my life. The things that I love to go to, so they're so approachable. But when you approach the cross and what really happened for you and me, like that is inexpressible love like unfathomable to love and he just it was such a gift to just sit and ponder that on valentine's day and that it's easier to love other people when you sit with this like it's easier to walk in humility when you look at verse two that says there was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance nothing was to attract us to him mm-hmm. like his humility even is so beautiful and lovely and you know we're made in his image like we the lord doesn't care about 
what is attractive to the human eye. It's our heart, you know? And so anyway, it has been a wonderful month. It made Easter really, really rich for me having just sat with this. Well, it's been two months now having sat with this. And since then, I was telling you, I made a playlist, even my look at him playlist, just there's so many wonderful worship songs, but I tell you, it's kind of hard to find worship songs that really just draw your attention just to the cross. Mm -hmm. Um, There's lots of great, there's wonderful. And it's not that one's better than the other, but if for your heart to really just be attuned to what Jesus did, the sacrifice that was made. Um, Like I want to create space for reflection on that. You know, Jesus says, remember me, take this cup, take this bread, remember me. And um, so I want to create space in my spiritual walk to, to remember the cross. And Isaiah 53 is just my anchor verse to do that. Mm, That is so beautiful. I mean, just, and you, when you shared your testimony, I guess, you know, that's been what, 10 years since you found the Lord. Okay. Maybe just a little bit longer longer than that, But, but it does like you, it's so easy to, to really just gloss over that. It just becomes road. It becomes, and I know for me, I was, I mean, I can't remember when I didn't know the Lord. I was very young. And so I can identify with that. God, um, Jesus bringing us back to the cross to, because we don't, I don't like looking at how gory and how horrible that is. And thinking about how it was my son. But if, if I don't do that, I'm not grasping the depths of his love. Yeah. Yeah. It really is the foundation of everything. I mean, everything that we believe started there, you know, his death for us, him taking upon our sin, otherwise it would be ours. That would have been ours. Like he really did all of that in our place, Marnie. It would have been me and you dying that death, like going to hell. He went to hell for us, like silent Saturday, this, you know, good Friday to Easter, like Saturday was silent. Mm. The word was dead. Mm. And, you know, we would have been silent for eternity. Like it would have been over for us. There would have been no eternity. There would, and I love, I love the victory in um, verse 10. It says he will enjoy long life and the Lord's good plan will prosper. And Mm. we are included in that. We too will enjoy long life for eternity because God's plan will prosper because of this moment. You know, we have so much to be thankful for when we can really sit and just meditate on Isaiah 53. That substitute. And, you know, it's funny this morning I was reading in Ephesians one and I noticed something I had never noticed before. And I was actually reading in the um, New Living Translation. Yeah. And I just started because it's when you've read some verses for so long, it's nice to read a different translation. Yeah. Um, but I noticed something I had never noticed before. And it reminded me of Isaiah 53. It says that it basically says that we are his inheritance. Like we think about how Mm. all Jesus did gave us an inheritance. We are actually also got Jesus's inheritance. He did. And just, I'm like, wow. I mean, that blew my mind. 
to think about how much he loves us, that he would consider us as his mm. boy in inheritance. And he mm. did out of joy. Wow. Um, it's, it kind That's of. That's so it, good. It says, let's see, it's uh, Ephesians 1, 18. It says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, that just layered on to me how much he loves us. Wow. That we consider all of this, but I guess it say, it does say that. And um, I just never noticed it before. Yeah. So, isn't it funny how you'll in just. Hebrew, yeah. In Hebrews 12, you know, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, but it was. Yes. And it never struck me like that until this morning. So. Wow. Yeah. I'm looking at that now. I'm going to sit with that. And you think about an inheritance, like an inheritance is like one of the greatest gifts you'll ever receive. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we are being left as our, our greatest gift from our parents when they pass, you know, and mm-hmm. that this is what we are that like to Jesus. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Sorry, my dog's barking. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm glad. So I have two standard poodles that I actually had my husband or he is so nice. It sounds like I I have my husband do this. He offered to take our poodles with him to work because where I'm sitting, they would be staring at me and they would start barking at me. And it's not that I mind it being on the podcast because I think it's kind of cute or funny. I'd be so distracted. I'd be like, yeah. It's different when they're your dogs, but you know, like they're so, but when it's other people's, it's not that big a deal. So, yeah, but so the other thing that is so amazing to me about inheritance is that we inherited, he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit after Mm -hmm. his death. That was Mm -hmm. also our inheritance. He gave him, he gave us himself. Yeah. I know it's amazing. And I just think too, like you were just reading, well, it's Ephesians, Ephesians three, that we would have the, what, let me see here. I think I was reading Ephesians one, but you're right. Ephesians three also says that it's like in the middle of Ephesians three, it talks about the eyes of our heart being enlightened. enlightened. Yeah. And that is through the spirit. Here it is. I pray Mm -hmm. that from his glorious riches. Oh, this is so good. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through the spirit, the Holy spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. And so it's like, here it is that you may have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. So the Holy Spirit, Marnie, here we go. Let's full circle. This is it. Like the Holy Spirit, the inheritance of the Holy Spirit in us is what helps us be able to comprehend Isaiah 53. You know, we understand that that is the fulfillment, that Jesus is the fulfillment of Isaiah 53 because we have the Holy Spirit. We, right. not everyone understands that. Right. And so, and it's the Holy Spirit that helps us understand as all God, all God's people should, as Paul says, his love for us and his love really is the on display on the cross and in the empty tomb. And I'm just so thankful. You're right. Like it's the whole, it's the illumination of scripture by way of the Holy Spirit. 
that we can understand and receive. It's, it's a miracle. Well, cause it's so mind boggling. Like it doesn't make sense that somebody would love us this much, let alone the creator of the universe. Right. That's right. why we keep having to be enlightened about it because it doesn't make sense. Mm. So good. So good. Becky, thank you so much for sharing. That is just so beautiful. And I just, I love your heart for the Lord and your heart for women and Mm. fitness. And I, I, I'm going to dig in and and learn more about revelation wellness. That sounds really awesome. It's a great, great ministry. And I, you know, just have to give a plug for Elisa Keaton as the founder. She has also an incredible podcast that you actually listen to it. It's a teaching that you Uh listen to while you work out. It's intended for fitness. So like today, it was like interval training, but yet she was actually unpacking Ephesians one. No kidding. You should go listen to it. It was Ephesians one. Yes, yes, yes. And so, but it's, it's really, it's a great, um, it's a great tool to integrate God's word into your fitness routine too. So, well, we can put a link to that. We can put a link to that in in our program. So that sounds good. Uh, Our show notes rather. Show notes. Yeah. We have so many places now. It's like a profile. Is it in the comments? Is it in the show notes? All these different social media outlets confuse me now. Well, thank you, Marnie. You are doing such a great work here. Thanks for just bringing the word to your listeners. And this is, you're sowing a lot of great seed. The Lord will definitely continue to bless. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. Thank you for that encouragement. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram or like us on Facebook, or you can send us a message at info at meetmeinisaiah.com.